Welcome to the Two Guys That Talk Sports podcast. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about this weekend's NFL and college football, as well as the push for the Major League playoffs. And now, here are your hosts, Brad and Drew. What's up, everybody? Back at it again, Brad, Drew, Two Guys Talk Sports. No guests this week. Uh, Maybe next week, who knows? Uh, This week, we're going to talk some college football. We got some NFL football. We got... The postseason coming up in baseball. We got NBA starting up. Uh, we got Drew, this guy next to me. He's going to talk about Spencer Rattler and whether or not he's going to end up being the number one pick. I see. What do you think about him? Oh, he's a bust, dude. Is he a bust? We are, yeah. Dude, OU is already 10 for his backup during the middle of the game. Yeah. So, so who's going to be the number one quarterback in the draft next year? I honestly don't think uh, – are you talking about like number one overall, or are you talking about like number one? Just the number one quarterback. Oh, just quarterback. Oh, okay. I was about to say I don't think no quarterback's going to go number one overall. I think, honestly, I think it's safe to say Kayvon Thibodeau is going number one. But yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but uh, needless to say, um, hmm, I think JT. Honestly, hmm. I think I think JT. Not trying to be biased, just because I'm a Georgia fan, but I mean, look at what the dogs. Did without him versus did with him. You know what I mean in the start in the, in the in the lineup. You know, I mean they put Mailman out there. If anybody doesn't know who Mailman is, then you should look at the roster and try to figure it out. But uh, Carl no, Malone. but no, not Carl Malone. Come on, man, number thirteen, Mailman. Well, Anyways, isn't that the number DJ Shockley wore, at Georgia? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I mean, you look at it. I mean, he 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 throws the right throws. I thought it was going to be Sam Howell. Honestly, I really did. I thought Sam Howell. I still think was going to. I still think Sam. Dude, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I put it like this: If he would have won Virginia Tech, if he would have won Virginia Tech, it would have been over, done, no questions asked. I don't care about all that. Like, you know, the Georgia Tech loss this week. He got sacked eight times. Yeah, eight times. They Georgia Tech only had two sacks coming into the game, and they got eight. In that one game, so yeah, he, he ain't got no, he ain't got no help. He lost, he lost, they had no running game. He lost his top two backs. He lost his top two receivers. Well, could he have gone to the draft <laughs> last year? I'm a state fan, so you know I'm not like, uh, a yeah, hundred percent. I'm not. I, I just, I think Sam Howell's uh, a stud, but I'm not going to make any excuses for him because when he comes to Raleigh later this year, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> So who? All right. So I'm glad you brought that up because who would you say like your top five quarterbacks coming out in, in the draft this year would be? I haven't looked at it that far. Obviously, I still think Rattler is probably in there. Um, he's probably still in there. I mean, top five. He's he he's still a kid. I mean, he's got Lincoln Riley has had a great track record with quarterbacks in the NFL. But do you? I feel. But, like, see, all those other guys that came before him were, like, super – I mean, Baker, exception. But were super humble, you know, did their job, got in, got out, you know. <laughs> through that, 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 that thing about Baker, like, Baker's the opposite of humble. Opposite. He – dude is, like, cocky, but he can back it up. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's cocky going out there and throwing interceptions yeah. like Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler is doing that shit. And like I said, I could be wrong. I could be a hundred percent wrong. I mean, who knows? Maybe he just had a bad game. Maybe he just woke up on the wrong side of the bed and was just like, "Fuck, 
you know it happens it's sports but at the same time it's just like dude you are in the one of the top five at least not top five in top 10 one of the best offices in the country you should be putting up points you got arguably by far one of the best if not the best one of the best running backs in 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 the country as well as two top five wideouts in the country i mean what more do you need Honestly, not to mention Lincoln Riley. I've said this oh, yeah, not to mention Lincoln Riley. Yeah, I just left him out, you know, the goat, obviously. Yeah, um, office of guru. But as far as I really haven't looked into many of the, the quarterbacks, like we're saying, I still think Sam Howell Rattler's going to be up there. Uh, I don't think D- DJ Uyunglele looks a little looks a little raw right now. Dude, do you um, think his draft stock fell? Well, he's still got one more, he, he still has to stay one more year, I think. Um, but he, they, they have. It's hard to believe a, t- a team like Clemson that recruits like they do doesn't have an offensive line to protect the kid. Um, is that uh, Sherp? Uh, I think his name starts with an E. That receiver, uh, the I think his name is Sherpley or Shipley. Uh, jo- uh, not Jordan Shipley. He played at Texas. Um, Will Shipley. He's from Charlotte. Is that his? Is, is that his brother, Jordan? Uh, no. Are they, are they related? They're not okay. No, Will. Will was a uh, uh, five-star running back out of Charlotte. He was actually down. Mm. To Clemson. He was down to Clemson and from what the recruiting sites were heading down to Clemson and State, and ended up going to Clemson. And I hope, mm. I hope for his sake, that knee is okay. I know. Yeah. I anything about it? I know he went down. Saturday. Yeah. Um. Hope all all prayers and all. Yeah. We. You know, you yeah. See that. Yeah. Speaking of the Saturday, though. That state Clemson game, bro. How excited were you, man? man? I was I was super excited to get the win, but I feel like they should have took care of business a lot earlier. Ain't no need to go to um, overtimes when you when you out out just just annihilated the team. Like Clemson only had two drives where they did anything yeah. offensively, and State shut them down. Other otherwise, you know, uh, so DJ couldn't get anything going. I think I think first off, Clemson needs to fire their offensive coordinator. Second mm-hmm. off, they need to take the training wheels off of DJ and let him play because the the best play of the game for him, he got out of the pocket and he ran down the field for 35, 37 yards, something like that, and set up a touchdown, a Will Shipley touchdown. And that's the best he looked the whole game on that one drive. So you think he's he looks, like, scared? Or, like, not scared, but, like, um, he looks like he's, like, sheltered? I wouldn't say scared. I mean, like I said, it's hard to believe a team like Clemson has such a bad offensive line because State on Saturday looked better than them on both fronts. Their defensive line looked better than Clemson's, and their offensive line looked better than Clemson's. And that's not something I'm used to say, seeing, and I know a lot of people around here are not used to seeing just uh, Clemson being manhandled like that up front. Mm-hmm. Especially without no. State. State doesn't have the ACC's leading tackler last year. Peyton Wilson didn't play. He's out for the year. Um, yeah, another shoulder injury. But, Let me ask you this: Were you shocked that they let the the fans run on the crowd? I mean, after it's, the game, it's it's gonna happen. I hate it, I, and I don't hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> we'll say that um, because uh-huh. to, for me, for me, I f- I feel like there should be an expectation to win those games, even though they haven't. They've always had some screwy happen, like Bambard in seventeen, and yeah. Brian Underwood in thirteen. Where yeah. he wasn't out of bounds, I caught him out of bounds, and the touchdown comes back. Uh, Bambard missing the 32-yard field goal, and that's what I thought was going to happen with Chris Dunn. 
Um, don't blame him for the two first two misses. They're fifty plus yeah. yards, whatever. But that third one you got to make. You, you can't you can't leave it. But up. But it's so tough, man. Being up under that pressure. I mean, I never forget. Uh, Sports Center did a, a sports science on this, and they had it was so funny. They had like a like a little bit of a uh, video clip of all the people that were talking shit to like some of the kickers that like missed like 30, 30 yards or something like that. And they had them go do it <laughs> and they couldn't even kick it like in, in like, you know, past five yards. Yeah. Now yeah. granted, I hate they that. never probably played a lick of football, but yeah. you don't want to, I don't want to trash a kid. Obviously. I mean, they're yeah, no, hundred percent. I feel if you're on scholarship, you got to go out there and make that kick. Um, when, when oh, that's a lot of pressure though, Brad, that's a lot of pressure. It is. But I mean, Everybody else stepped up. Dev, you think Devin Leary wasn't in, under pressure at quarterback in that game, and he was throwing some some beautiful passes, especially in overtime. The, those touchdown passes he threw, four touchdowns on the game for him. Yeah. Um. Like everybody for state stepped up, and and it was it was I scared my daughter. I didn't mean to. She heard she was her, her and my wife were outside on the porch, um, and they heard me hollering, but uh. It was. It was definitely fun. didn't seem that excited when I talked to you on the, through text message. So, well, I mean, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're excited in person. A lot of emotion gets left in text. <laughs> I was like, dude, I should see like emojis and shit like that, and all I, I just saw was just like, I don't use emojis. <laughs> um, speaking of emojis, uh, what do you think about that Baylor versus Iowa State game? Uh, for one, that that probably knocks. I mean that knocks Iowa State out of it, as far as yeah. the playoff. Probably knocks them out of a chance at winning the Big Twelve, and I think that puts a little bit of Baylor on the map. You know they could be mm-hmm. behind Oklahoma, maybe that second best team. And if Oklahoma continues to struggle, maybe Baylor is uh, along with Ohio, uh, Oklahoma State, not Ohio State, um, could be that team that maybe upsets the uh, Sooners before they head off to the land of. Uh, the Southeastern Conference, you know. No, 100%. I mean, Baylor's always going to be good. I mean, I think of, like, the RG3 days. Like, dude, that was awesome. Um, but they've always had a good football team. Always had a great style on defense. Speaking of RG3, um, he called the state game, and I want to go out and say RG3 is probably my favorite announcer. That dude's a, he's a fun listen when he's on the mic. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I was actually shocked to see him in the booth, you know, but he's gonna be great. he did a good – he did a good job. And like I feel like a lot I'm glad you brought that up because do you think I want to propose a question to you. Do you think that a lot of those like ex NFL stars that you know that last in the league maybe like, you know, five or six years and stuff like that has credibility to talk about you know play players who are still in the league. Like, for example, Dan Orlowski. Yeah, he does. You think yeah? See, shoot. Okay. 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 Who who do you think is the best college football announcer right now? Not analyst uh, or analyst, not like uh, play by play. Like who's the biggest one? Obviously, who everybody goes for for picks. He calls the primetime game on ABC every week. What did he do in the pros? He was barely that shit. Kirk Herbstreit. He was barely. Injured. Yeah, I knew. I knew you're, that's the word. I knew that's. I mean, but look at uh, what's the dude that played for Georgia, David Pollock. I mean, yeah, he didn't do shit in the pro. Uh, he didn't. Do- let's not talk about it. He broke his neck. I mean, I mean that's true, but yeah, was, still, a leading a leading up to it, he was on his way out. Look, 
Most most guys, <laughs> most guys that oh he got hurt early. He was like 25, 26 when he got hurt. Yeah, um, no, hundred percent. Most hundred percent. Most guys that become analysts aren't the the tenured. 40, 40 year old like played in the league team. Tony Romo, Tony Romo, like Tom Luganville. He was a college quarterback that didn't do anything in the pros. Um, yeah, Andre Ware didn't do anything in the pros. Uh, um, Desmond Howard, as good as he was at Michigan, didn't really do anything in the NFL. So, what about Reggie Bush? Uh, Reggie Bush was he? Pri- I like Reggie Bush, but I, he never really lived up to the hype in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he played what ten ten seasons, yeah. Yeah. yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. So played. I mean, like uh, everybody was. But I was just for, uh, when the, when Houston had the number one pick, everybody was clamoring Vince Young or Reggie Bush, one of the two, and they took Mario Williams and they made the right right call. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because look how I mean, Vince Vince Young's another example. Look how you know. He is. I mean, he's not anything special. So, I mean, he, had that I mean not. he got done in by Jeff Fisher. Let's be real. Yeah, 100%. Speaking of uh, people who are successful, you know, in the league, you know, oh, Tim Tebow is another example. Sorry. Tim Tebow is another example. He's not done. He's not done. He'll, he'll show up somewhere. <laughs> oh, I forgot Dan Arnold took his job. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dan, Dan Arnold and Sam, Sam Darnold. Yeah. <laughs> That uh, no, was a ton twister. As much as I don't like the Panthers, I'm glad they got rid of them because I, I hated hearing the announcers every week. Yeah, same. Sam Darnold, yeah, same. Um, yeah, same. Big, but speaking of – Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, Were you about to bring up the – I was going to bring up Florida and Tennessee. I know you had some yep. thoughts on that one. Yep. I mean, uh, one of our listeners is an avid Tennessee fan. And, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just, you know, heartbreaking to say the least. That's, that's, that's the – perfect word to describe that game because they were actually were putting up points on the uh, uh, you know in the, in the first half and then after the first half you know they just fell apart and I, I and the reason why i wanted to bring that game up is because you are a college mind live and breathe through college if you're noticing that you're doing something right in the first half if you were a college coach would you then make adjustments or would you keep the same game plan that's, going? That's all football is, is adjustments. You you, okay. coach, you coach your guys up during the week and you go out there. Um, most most guys coach what they script the first 10 to 15 plays. And then after that, you're kind of winging it. You know, if, if the run's working, you run the ball. If the pass is working, you pass the ball. If zone's working on defense, you keep it up. If not, try some man, mix in the blitz, you know. Um, it's all a guessing game, really. I mean, if it was exact science, we'd all have jobs doing it. Um, and, uh, no, 100%. 100%. I just was curious, that's all. I mean, I just felt like if Tennessee was up, I mean, they should have just kept on, you know, what they were doing in the first half, but clearly they made the wrong adjustment, and that's the reason why Florida came back in the game and yeah. destroyed them. Speaking of coming back in the game and destroying people, I mean, what about that Notre Dame-Wisconsin game? I mean, Damn. The, that, that was a perfect example of what I was talking about with the adjustments. The Badgers fell sure fell fell apart in uh, in a bad way, and I wonder if part of it was due to their old quarterback playing for Notre Dame, and Jack Cohn. He always he had his eye on on the on the pretty little fighting Irish down the road, and he took his yeah took his talents to South Bend. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not crazy though. But yeah, I mean, he did he did work. He did well, and their starting quarterback actually went down 
in uh, I think the first half or, just, or late in the third quarter or something like that. Yeah. And their uh, rookie freshman actually played the rest of the game and balled out. Actually wore uh, Brady Quinn's number, number 10. There. Hey, there's a, there's another one that didn't do anything in the pros. That's yeah, right. <laughs> dude, the dude was freaking dirty in college, man. He was like first round pick for a reason. That's what I'm saying. But how long did he last? Like what, five or six years or something around, like that? He was around longer than you think. Those backup quarterbacks. Um, what's his name? Oh, he, he did. Hello from Missouri. He's still in the league. Chase Daniel. Chase Daniels. Oh, shit. Is he really? Yeah, Chase Daniels. Still in the league. Damn. He's the Chargers backup. That's crazy. It's amazing. I think those guys can just make a living never taking a snap in the game. And, yeah. And look at me. Look at Josh McCown. You know, Josh McCown did that for God knows how many years. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy went down almost around 32 teams almost. Yeah, he's, got more, he's, got, he's got more teams played for than years in the in the league, I think. Oh my god. That's pretty well. Um moving on to the last last game we wanted to touch on that uh that Arkansas Texas A and M game. That was yeah. wild. That was wild to see uh, that big yeah. hit that big hit that wasn't called on Arkansas's quarterback. Um Dude, what? Yeah. Uh, did you see the the hit? Yes, I watched the whole entire game. That was a yeah. crazy hit. And came back in the game later on. He missed a couple series, but and and led the the Razorbacks to uh, a big upset and looking for upset next week uh, against your Bulldogs. How are you looking? Man, how are you looking to that? I just hope we don't go into the game like you know, like one of those like cupcake easy games. I think Arkansas has put like you know them on notice saying like, hey, we're 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 not. And their coach is freaking good, so I got to give credit where credits yeah. due. Arkansas is definitely the best team in Texas this year. <laughs> yeah, they definitely destroyed both of the teams. Yeah. But you know, uh, I, I'm—I mean, I'm a little optimistic. Um, I'm a believer in JT Daniels and Zamir White. Uh, you know, I think Zamir is going to be a, a, you know, running th- through the ball. Um, I noticed in in the previous game against AM, uh, they they had a little bit of trouble trying to tackle. Um, so I think that's going to be really, really elusive. And speaking of tr- trouble trying to tackle, I don't know if you paid attention to any of the Alabama games, but their defense also is running through the same issue as well. So I think um, if we continue to run the ball, run it officially, hit those play axes pretty hard, I see us pulling a victory off of that um, game. More offensive points than against Arkansas than Clemson? Hopefully. I mean, now that JT and Brock, that tight end who's a freshman from Cali, yeah, dude 19, is a stud. 19? Yeah. Dude is a stud. And I'm happy that he's there for like another two extra years. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think those two guys, because I mean, think about it. We don't have Pickens anymore. Uh, Jermaine, um, what's his last name? Number seven, Jermaine. Why can't I think of his last name? Anyways, Burton, Jermaine Burton, he and JT are actually doing pretty well as far as teaming up. You could have but, really said, said any name there, and I would have just shook my head because I don't know any of them. Oh, no, but it's Jermaine Burton, um, number seven. Uh, yeah, and our defense is actually playing pretty well too, so uh, we will see. I'll put it like that. That's going to be a really good game. Um, quick hitter before we move on to the NFL. Should Clemson be ranked? 
They're going to be. They held on to twenty five. Should they be? Should they be there? They're they're, they're going to be. Oh, so the the AP poll already already. Uh, yeah, okay, so yeah. okay, so they are they are already ranked then. Yeah, okay, they, yeah. They they held on to that twenty fifth spot. Yeah, I mean they're going to just because they're top five power five school. I mean honestly, should they be ranked? No, they already have two losses this year. Uh, are they going to make it to the college college football playoff? No, they're done. There's no chance this year. Um, um, there are, there's one thing I wanted to show you. I don't know if you're ready for this. It got state's Twitter posted it and deleted it. Uh, somebody got a screenshot of it three minutes after it was posted. It, it I don't think it made it to five minutes. I, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but, oh man, the ring light. Oh yeah. Focus. Oh, there he is. There's, there's Dave Doran, the Tiger King. That's hilarious. I thought that was great. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. I figured you'd want to see that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you know I love that show. 100%. (laughs) All right, moving on to NFL. Um, We got some pretty bad um, losses. Um, Speaking of losses, talk about Kansas City versus the Chargers. You called it at the very... He called it at the very beginning of the season, man. Justin Herbert is that dude. So I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, so since you uh, called it, are you going to piggyback off of that and ride that to the sunset? Oh, is God. he going to win? The, is he? Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Is he going to win the MVP this oh, year? MVP, absolutely not. I think. I think. It's, okay. It's written in the stars that Matthew Stafford is going to be the MVP this year. Hundred percent. I'm glad you brought his name up because the dude is balling out. He's finally got help besides besides Megatron. That's all. They were just, right. just them two up in Detroit. Dude, him and Cooper Cup are like a tandem. Yeah, not to mention like, Robert Woods. They don't have a running game at all. And, right. And they're still scoring slinging it. Them, yeah. Slinging it. Um, Even freaking, um, uh, what's his name? Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, actually, yeah, put up points. He's still around. I know, right? As old um, old as he is. But to touch on that Kansas City uh, and I almost said San Diego uh, Chargers game, um, Kansas City last place. Did you think that would be a thing we'd be saying this year? I mean, look at the offensive line. Look at the defense. They are hurting bad without Tyron Matthew. Um, they don't really have a defense. Their offense it has been basically helping them out by putting up points after points after points after points after points, after points in order to compensate for that defense. But I'm telling you, and I'll say it again, the Browns expose them. When they play Cleveland, they exposed them. Even though they couldn't and, they did. they did do something. And a lot of teams were put on notice for that. Who did they play week two? I can't think of the names, but they almost lost that game. No, week and they claim they did lose. The Chiefs lost week two. Who did they lose to? Um, I wish you wouldn't have put me on the spot because now I'm looking sorry. Super unprofessional looking up the Kansas City Chiefs schedule. Uh, Justin Herbert is the second coming of Jesus Christ himself. Um, I can't believe they they lost to the Ravens on that ball. Oh ball. shit! That's right. Duh, stupid. How to forget about that? Duh, stupid. Duh, stupid. And speaking of the Ravens, you see that they almost lost to the Lions. 
Yeah. Oh man, Justin Tucker. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell? You beat the almost the number one offense last week, and then you just almost wet the bed if it wasn't for your god gifted kicker who like had that doink at the end." <laughs> Is Justin Tucker the greatest kicker of all time? Dude, the doink saved him. I guess like the kicking gods were like, hell no, we're not gonna let you lose. Who else could get it get it that far? You know, that's ten feet. Oh, in the air. Uh, that's, that's eight feet in the air or ten feet, however tall the goalpost is, to kick it sixty six yards like that. That's NFL record. Uh, homeboy, homeboy, homeboy that used to play for the Raiders. What was his name? Bass. I knew you were gonna say something about the hefty lefty. Uh, Sebastian that dude had a oh, cannon for a leg. Buddy could kick it probably seventy yards if he could. That's one, like. of, my, one of my favorite <laughs> Bobby Bowden quotes. Um, when Bobby Bowden, they asked if they were going to suspend Sebastian Janikowski for missing. He missed. I think he missed a a practice or a meeting or something. He was drunk, and Bobby Bowden responded with, "We have different rules for Polish kickers." Um, one of the great quotes, uh, but. Sebastian I love Rodriguez, it. He's a special, special individual. I'll always be a fan of his. Speaking of the Raiders, are you surprised that they're three and zero? I'm not necessarily surprised. I'm surprised they're doing it without Josh Jacobs. Um, I'm a big Josh Jacobs fan. I was about to say, does that hurt his stock for as far as like carries and potential like future money left over I mean, next probably, year? Probably not. I mean, he's still a talented guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Todd Gurley. He got paid by the Falcons. Paid him even though he didn't have a knee. So, I mean, he only missed one. Rest in, rest in peace, Todd Gurley, man. I, I wish you were still in the fucking league, man. Yeah, Tarboro, North Carolina native Todd Gurley. Um, he's still – Here's my heart. He got a look. The Ravens gave him a look, but they didn't sign him. Um, when they signed a plethora of former – Yeah, Latavius um, Murray and Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> they signed Devontae Freeman, too. Oh, shit, did they? Yeah, they signed Damn. Former great, like, former really good running backs who have – yeah, yeah. I don't blame them. I mean, speaking of running backs, I mean, 49ers, Packers, that was a really good game. Aaron Jones obviously did work. Trey um, Sermon actually uh, did work, too, for the 49ers. That was a tip-for-tap game, the, too. The best running back the Niners had was Kyle Juszczyk, uh, fullback. Yeah. He, he should have fell at the one at the end of that game and yeah. uh, salted it away instead of giving Aaron Rodgers 37 seconds, but yeah, you don't do that. I mean, when do people learn? <laughs> I mean, they did like a sports science on it. I mean, you should have learned from that. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things like you can't – Aaron Rodgers aside, like you can't give any competent offense 30, 37 seconds to move the ball down the field, especially with the way defenses are called for pass interference these days. Like all you got to do is throw – chuck one up and you're going to get – you could get a potential pass interference call and you're in field goal range, you know. Hundred percent. You you gotta you gotta run that clock and you gotta gotta grind it down and score with nothing left. You know. Hundred percent. No. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I agree with you. Hundred percent. Um. All right. So, gotta ask you some questions. What are your thoughts about uh, Justin Fields and the Bears? What's going on there, man? Well, like we gotta we gotta talk about that. Again, the Bears picked high for a reason. They don't really have uh, a lot of talent. They don't have a running game per se. Um, Justin Fields is young. I mean, his first start. And Rome wasn't built in a day, you know. Uh, Peyton Manning had a terrible rookie year. He threw, yeah. what, 28 picks, 20, 27 picks, something like that. Yeah. Year, so. Yeah. Mean, one, seed, one game does not a career make. 
you know. He's got time. He's got plenty of time. Um, he could go out there and only throw interceptions the rest of the year, and that I don't think that would negatively look toward his future. Do you think they need to get rid of Matt Nagy? Do you think he's Do you think he's gone after this year? Maybe I don't know. Um, they've been they've, the Bears have had some good teams. They just can't. They have double doinks in the playoffs and stuff <laughs> happens like that. They've got they've got some talent defensively. They got a lot of talent, but. Um, hey, hold on one, one second, Brad. Can you hear my TV? No, I can't hear your TV, but I can't pause it because we're doing this live. Let's, like, what do we do? Have a big cut in the, in the recording? Let's go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just just edit that out. I, 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 okay. I can edit it out. It'll be a silly little looking little uh, video thing there. Yeah, I just edited that out. Anyways, um, going back to it, what's up with the Steelers, man? We got to figure that out. I, I want to sit here and talk about that and and actually see what is going on with the Steelers. Um, Ben's older than I thought he was. Their offensive mm. line, their offensive line's bad. Uh, they didn't have Deontay Johnson and they didn't have T.J. Watt. And those are two big plays, offensive and defensively, that aren't going to help toward the cause, you know. And um. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, after week one, I thought they were going to be a team to beat long term this year, and now after week three, I think they're probably a long shot to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you would think that with Najee, like, and all of them, like being able to, like, have that good running game and stuff like that. The O line's so terrible, man. Yeah. It is god awful. And G. Harris had a pretty good game this week. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. No, he did. And, like, I think that – I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with the Steelers. Hopefully they can get it together because if they can't get it together, it's going to be super tough. And they're going to be at the bottom of the AFC. And I feel so bad for Tomlin because this is, like, one of the only years that I know for a fact that he's, like, kind of, like, not figured it out. You know what I mean? Well, we've already established that that division is really good. You got yeah, the, the no. Ravens, the Ravens who like uh, almost shit the bed against the Lions, but they they just beat the Chiefs. They're obviously really good. Um, the the Browns are obviously really good, and the Bengals are tied for first place. They're all tied for first place at two and one. Um, Bengals are surprising some people, you know. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. But I mean. The Steelers are probably wishing they were in the AFC South at this point. <laughs> probably. I mean, even still, they probably still get ran on. I mean, I mean, I, I just don't know what to think about that. Uh, it, hopefully, they they could overcome it or figure something out because it's not looking good for them if they're already 0-3 in the season. And plus, Juju Mishister's contract's up after this year. They're 1-2. Oh, sorry. One and two. Oh, yeah, that's right. They'll beat the Bills. That's right. That's right. Um, but, yeah, Juju Mishishir's contract's up after this year. Defense is – I mean, didn't they just pay, like, uh, T.J. Watt or something like that, like some ridiculous amount for his, like, salary? Yeah. This year it was, like, over, like, $200 million, something like that over four years or something ridiculous Ooh, like know, that. I don't know if it's that crazy, but – I mean, Or was it, like – or was it, like, what? Or was it, like, 120 I don't know. Was it 120? They needed to pay okay. because on the salary he was on, he was getting paid like he was like the 69th highest paid pass rusher in the league. And TJ Watt's not the 69th best pass no, rusher in the league. No. 100% not. 100% not. Yeah. Top 5 at at worst. Top five. Yeah. 
because you still got the Bessa brothers still there. I mean, do you think they're even still relevant now? I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean the Bessas are still really good. I think Miles Garrett I mean, is probably the best defensive. Best yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. He changed like the game, like for the Browns. They definitely should pay him if he's not already paid. Yeah. He's a hell of a hell of a helmet swinger. I know that. <laughs> Speaking of being reinstated and helmet swinging, what do you think about Josh Gordon oh, coming back? Where did he swing a helmet? All I thought he did was light up <laughs> joints and stuff. Um, Maybe we never know. He suspended for something that shouldn't be illegal. We're not going to get into that. But uh, Josh Gordon should have never been suspended to start with. Yeah, hundred percent. But now he's able to be reinstated. Maybe. The only thing he's he's thirty and he hadn't played in two years, so. Maybe he's got a little rust, but I mean he's in the right spot because he's not going to be double teamed um, with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So, so, so Brad, I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going to do uh, basically a five to ten minute headlines of you just rambling on about the MLB postseason. So I'll let you have the floor. Sweet. Um. Yeah. <laughs> the MLB postseason. What's the score of the Braves game right now? Because that's going to determine my mood for this entire segment. Um, uh, it's two two zero still. Oh, still two to nothing. Oh, it's two one. You lied. Oh, they just scored. Oh, so they just scored then. They just scored because I literally just looked at it. It was just two zero. It's two. It's two to one. But it's it says two to one middle of the ninth. But the Braves are up two to one, and they're batting in the bottom of the ninth. So it's game over. Is that what I'm seeing here? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's official. It just went final. Uh, yeah. The Braves win. Uh, that puts them at three and a half up with five games to go, which drops their magic number down to three. So they need to either win three games or have the Phillies lose three games to clinch the division. And they got two more with the Phillies. So sweep and the NL East is Atlanta's. Um, if not, they got to go to the Mets. and Oh, no, they host the Mets. Mets come to Atlanta. Sorry. What about uh, talk talk to us about the the wild card race between the AFC and well, I mean not AFC uh, <laughs> not the AFC <laughs> well, the, the, in the National League we got the National League and in the American uh, League in, God in, bless in the uh, Senior League the National League the Dodgers <laughs> and the Giants there's two games separating them whoever mm-hmm. wins the division is going to have the number one seed whoever loses. Will be in that while hosting that wild card game, and they're going to play the hot play the hottest team in baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals, one sixteen mm. straight. Um, so they're going to be streaking into that game. So it's going to be tough for whoever has to play them. Um, at this um, point, at this point, other than the Braves, Phillies, uh, that that situation, um, the mm. national the National League is set. We're going to have the winner of the NF the NL West will be the one. The Brewers are going to be the two, the winners of the Central, and they'll play. Atlanta or Philly, whoever wins the East, and the, yeah, the Padres are not making it. No, the Padres are done. They're they're toast. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's the, what I thought. The Padres they fell off hard at the end of the year. They're actually what I was about to say. What what happened to them, man? Because they were like rolling for a good little while. I mean, I don't pay. I don't get to watch the West. I don't get to watch the West Coast games much. But uh, they they went two and eight in their last ten. Um, need to get that T-Mobile Tuesdays, man. But. uh you know, you got the card. The Cardinals are the hottest team in baseball. They're going to have to go to either San Francisco or LA to play the Dodgers or Giants. Um, both of them are hundred win teams. And mm-hmm. then, who the winner of that game will play whoever wins the NL West, the Dodgers or Giants. So, 
Um, in the American League, it's already looking like the Rays have clinched the number one seed. In the what about the Yankees? American League. Oh, we'll get there. Um, they were gonna, they're, they won the East, so they're going to be the one. They're going to be playing either the Yankees, Red Sox, Mariners, or the Blue Jays. Um, mm-hmm. They're the four teams really vying for. Right now, it's the Yankees, Red Sox playing that wild card game, um, but they're all separated by one game. Those four teams. Um, so it, we really don't know who that's going to be yet at this point. We still got five, six, five or six, depending on who's played already today. Um, so that that's the first game, and then we got we're going to have White Sox playing the Astros in the other game. Um, yeah, we we don't. It's not sure who's going to have home field yet because there right. are games to play. But you mentioned the Dodgers or the Giants. I mentioned them about four times. Okay, I just want to make sure. Pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. No, I, I definitely would. I definitely pay attention because I did the playoff pushes on Tuesday for the wild card. So I definitely pay attention. Um, but it's on, it's on Tuesday unless the Braves and Phillies or Giants and Dodgers end up tied for the division. Then they have to play. Um, they have to play the 163rd game for whoever wins the division. Okay. Um, okay. No, that, that's fair enough. And, and, and also, potentially, t- it potentially could get moved another day. If the Braves are within one game of the Phillies, because the Braves have a makeup game with the Rockies from a rainout from a couple weeks ago, that they'll have to play if that game matters. So if the Braves are like three games up on the Phillies by the end of the year, then they're not going to play that game. But if they're within a game of the Phillies and it can it makes a difference in the standings, then they'll play it. Pushing the wild. That's interesting because like the Braves like have a great pitching staff and also. What do you mean? Like they do? Their pitching is great. pretty good. It's basically Max Freed, Charlie Morton, um, Ian Anderson can be good at times, but after that, I mean, y'all, but, but y'all's hitting is pretty well too. I mean, yeah, the, the offense is what's carrying them, and the bullpen is. Don't get me started on the bullpen. The bullpen is absolute dog water. Um, but Jorge Soler has been a revelation mm-hmm. for him with Acuna out. Um, and if you'd have told me at at the middle of the year when Acuna went down, the Braves would be in first place and playing pretty good baseball going into the postseason, I would not have believed you. Um What about what about uh Swansea? You you're a believer in him? I mean I'm a believer in the entire lineup. The the lineup is what's got him there. Austin Riley's having a monster year. Ozzy Albee's one of the best years a second baseman's ever had. Thirty homers, a hundred RBIs as, as a second baseman. Freddie Freeman's doing pretty well too. Freddie's not as good as last year when he won the MVP, but he's still good. I mean, he's relatively decent. I mean, you can't knock him for that. Yeah. He's he's it's it's he's regressed a little bit from the previous year, but they got they're going to have to pay him. Um, they've got team control over Austin Riley for another four years, I think, but. I know they want to get a long-term deal done with him like they did with Ozzy and Ronald, um, mm-hmm. which locked them up for 10 years apiece. They want, to lock Damn. Up, they want to lock up Austin Riley so that the future is set. Um, those those are the three that they're going to be. You don't, think they're, you don't think they're going to do anything with Swanson, or do you think they're going to make him as a trade piece? I don't. I think, I think they're going to keep him because I don't really see uh, a potential shortstop in the Braves organization coming up. That's what I'm saying. He's actually relatively good, too. Uh, Dansby's one of the best gloves you're going to see at second base. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's shortstop. But the, the bat, it's, he's streaky. Um, he's got 28 homers this year, I think, which is a big number for a shortstop. 
and he's. I was about to say that's not bad at all, dude. Yeah, if he get, if he gets two more, the the entire infield will have thirty homers, which is pretty special. Um, outfield, the outfield's set for a long time. If Christian Pache can ever figure out how to hit the how to hit the ball, um, he's already could win a Gold Glove in center field, but hmm. um, he spent most of the year this year in the minors. Um, Ron will be back in right field next year. We don't know about Marcel whether or not he. It's going to get in any trouble, or if the Braves even want to bring him back. So right. I'm hoping, I'm hoping if not, uh, they they can re-sign Jorge Soler because he has had a monster year. Jock Peterson's been a big pickup. Eddie Rosario hit for the cycle a week ago. Like it's been, it's been a big, big close to the Braves. I know he's also going to have some really big contract issues as the, the Dodgers. Like they're going to have some really big contract issues coming up this year. Well, the thing the thing about baseball is there's no there's no uh, salary cap, so you can pay those guys if you got the money. And the Dodgers yeah. got a, they got a lot of money. They're the Yankees of the West, and um, they're they're the most how are you, most talented team in baseball. And how are you going to pay Schwarber, Mookie, like all those guys? Schwarber's with the Yankees. I thought Schwarber. You no, Kyle Schwarber. You mean Scherzer. Max Scherzer. But point, but I thought Kyle Schwarber got traded to the Dodgers with Trey Turner. That was Kyle, that was Max Scherzer. Not Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber's with the, the Red Sox, I think. I swore I thought he was with that bundle to maybe I'm wrong. Kyle Joseph Schwarber is an American professional baseball outfielder for the Boston Red Sox. Okay. So you're right. Yeah. Um My bad, guys. They, they got, they gotta pay my boy Trey. They gotta pay uh, Max Scherzer if they want to keep them. But, but I don't think I don't think they're gonna keep Max Scherzer. He's getting old. Uh, they're Max Scherzer has not dropped off any, and he's and you. Can, uh, you don't think because of age they're gonna resign him though for a long term deal? When they got all these other talents that they have to resign? Sign him long term. Sign him two or three years. He's he's uh. a Cy Young candidate. You got a Cy Young guy back, uh, pitching in your fifth spot in your rotation. They got Walker Bueller who could win a Cy Young at any time. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw has been one of the best left-handed pitchers ever. You got you got Trevor Bauer who may or may not ever be back from, uh, from his yeah. situation. Um, but you never. Dude was dirty besides the besides those off the field issues. But yes, yeah, you got uh, Urias same way with his his off the field stuff. But and then Scherzer, you got. Oh, Urias had a had an issue too. Um, he he, I think he did. Unless I'm getting him confused with somebody else. Um. I I never heard anything about him having an issue. Um, I don't want to be unprofessional, but uh, maybe you're right. I just didn't know. In May of 2019, he was arrested for domestic battery, but the case was dismissed. So, um, who knows if that'll pop back up? Um, Okay. But the Dodgers, I mean, they got they got a stud at every spot in the in the lineup. Yeah. And if they can win the West and not have to play in that wild card game against the Cardinals, I think they're going they're going to be the team to beat anyway. Um, but do you, how do you think like in that series against the Cardinals? How do you, who do you think will come on top? It's a one game set. I mean, it's one game. Whoever I don't know who the, how the Cardinals are going to set up their rotation, um, and I don't know how the Dodgers can throw anybody, and they could probably be fine. But the Cardinals are playing. They're they're so hot. They're so hot. Um, were they surprising to you to be like one of the hottest teams of baseball? Well, they they, they kind of hovered around that five hundred spot. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they were about five or six games out in the wild card, and all of a sudden, caught fire. They won sixteen straight, and now they're 
solidly in the wild card game, and they're only seven games back of the Dodgers and the I think it's seven games, um, maybe less than that. Uh, they are. Yeah, so, they're seven games back of the Brewers uh, for the division. Who's yeah? Who's gonna win that? Who's gonna win that division uh, the Brewers, easily? The Brewers already clinched. Yeah, they already swept. They already swept that division, which is shocking because. No, not really. I did. The Brewers are good. The Brewers are good, but the Cardinals have just. I hate the Cardinals. I, I I can't stand the Cardinals. They've won too many times. I'll put it like that. They've won. If not for the Yankees, they'd have the most World Series in baseball. Right. Yeah. Because I remember they went like back to back like a couple of years in the early 2000s. But I could be wrong. All right, Brad. So, I mean, we got to talk about some NBA. They're coming back. They just didn't they have, I think, uh, a couple of preseason games uh, recently. I have no idea. I don't really pay attention to the NBA, especially preseason NBA. Okay. Well, I knew you were going to do NBA fantasy drafts. So I wasn't yeah, sure. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to be in an NBA league. Um, I'm trying. We're trying to get you in there. Uh, we'll see, man. This 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 fantasy football is time consuming. Yeah, but it's one basketball league, and we ain't got an eight. How, how was uh how was your fantasy leagues doing around the around the oh, world? That's just the good thing about having Justin Herbert as all as your quarterback in every league. I went three and zero this week. So, Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did pretty decent too, as well. I lost it in uh, about three fantasy leagues out of the seven, so I won four, <laughs> three, three. I lost. It's hard to keep up, man. It's so hard to keep up with all these damn fucking leagues. But I'm doing it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, trying to freaking do it. But I'm gonna put you on hot seat, Brad, since we do not have a host this week. Oh, um, we're the hosts. Jeez. I mean, uh, but a guest. Sorry, okay. guest. Raw, 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 raw terminology, guys. Uh, since since we don't have a guest this week, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Put you on the hot seat. Next week, you could do me as well. Pause. Um. All right. So, out of your teams that you like, which questions would you want them to come from? I'll let you pick the team. Oh, so you got all kinds of stuff. Uh. Sheesh! Uh, I'm so frustrated with the Falcons. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. But it, it, yeah, I thought I think I thought last year when we were doing this, you were trying to pick a new NFL team. Well, that was just because the Falcons were so bad early, and they're bad again. I'm not permanent. Yeah. I'm just talking. Pick a team to follow the rest of the year. You know, keep up mm-hmm. with. Them. Um, okay. Okay. Because they're they're there's no hope. The Panthers, <laughs> the Panthers are starting out three and zero. The Bucks are going to be good. The Saints are going to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, there's not really any hope. Well, you know the reason why the Saints are bad, right? Well, they're bad because they don't have Michael Thomas. For one, they're 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 missing some talent. No, that's not at all. They're bad because their coaches are up under COVID protocol. Oh, I didn't know that. But, yeah, they don't have it. Like they I think what their head coach right now is like a like a special teams guy or some shit like that. That'll do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I think like that's what like one of the major reasons why they're they're horrible. It's, it's, um, it's tough to go from coaching up a guy to punt and then have to go to calling plays. Hey, you mean Sean Guru? I mean Sean Payton is like a guru in, in you know an office of schemes. So it's just like he's the Lincoln Riley of the NFL. All right, so it's like you go from that to a special teams guy. It's like, what the hell? James is like, oh, God, fix my LASIK back again. I can't see shit. You leave, Jay- you leave Jameis out of this. 
I like Jameis. Don't don't you put some respect, uh, you put some respect on Jameis's name. Oh man! All right, so which team do you want, Brad? That's uh, whatever. You can do the Braves. You can do State. Either one. Mix it up. Do some of both. You have an NHL team or? Oh god, you can talk. I mean the Hurricanes, but like if you got some Hurricanes trivia, I can do my best. All right, hold on. You, you need to play some music. You, you need to, you need to play some music in the background. Play some music. Yeah. Why do I need music? To kill this silence. This is your segment. You should have had this prepared. Oh, but I did, but I I had to. No wonder we're not. I just backed it. All right. Are you are you done? Are you got him? Yeah. You got him. Okay. Shoot. How many times did the Braves win? National League West Division from 1995 to 2005. Well, they were in the West from then, uh, from 1995 till till 2005. Yeah, all of them. Nine times, eleven times, seven times, or five times. Eleven times. Yep, you're right. Oh, that's that's all of them. What do you got? Like a trivia thing up there? They won. Yep. They won sixteen. I think sixteen straight. Uh, divisions titles there. The only one they didn't win was the, the strike shortened year. The Expos were in first place. That doesn't technically count. <laughs> um, who is the only Braves player to have played for the organization in all three cities? All three cities. It's called home. All three cities. Hank Aaron, Warren, Warren, Warren Spain, uh, Warren Spain, uh, playing Atlanta, Bob Elliott, or Eddie Matthews. I don't think. Hank played in Boston. Um, I want to say Eddie Matthews. Damn, Brad. Two for two. Yeah. All right. I'll give you four questions. Which? Four more for two. No, 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 no. Four questions total. Four questions total. Two for two. Four questions total. Okay. Which Atlanta Braves manager holds the, the whole time record of four ejections Bobby in the major league? Bobby Cox. You go with Bobby Cox. Bullshit, bullshit. That's his favorite word. All right, Bobby Cox. Right. He loved. He loved saying bullshit. I just remember. Which being, bra- I just remember being a kid and watching watching him and Leo Mazzoni sitting in that dugout. Leo Mazzoni sitting there the whole time, all game just rocking, <laughs> arms arms folded, just rocking. You know your those, shit, Brad. Those were the days. Like I used to watch with my grandma just about every game. Um, the Braves growing up when they were on TBS. All right, so you got – this is the last question because we already did three. Yes, I can count. Which which Braves pitcher hit two grand slams in one game? Braves pitcher with two grand slams in one game. Mike Hampton, Phil Necro. Necro. Tom Glavin, or Tony Col- – Collinger. I don't. I would go. I don't, I don't know this, but I do know that Mike Hampton was a hell of a hitter as a pitcher. So I'm gonna guess Mike Hampton. Uh oh. Was I wrong? It was Phil. Oh, hoy, hoy. Who was it? Tony Collinger. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he assured himself as a place in the record books on July third, nineteen sixty six. Well, congratulations. All right, you want you want to um, 
Redeem redemption question. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, ask me something. Right. Ask me something that wasn't twenty three years before I was born. <laughs> How many rookies did the two thousand five Atlanta Braves have on their roster? Oh God, two thousand five. Eighteen, fifteen, twelve, or nine. Last question. Oh God, two thousand five. Was that the Brian McCann rookie, Jeff Francoeur? Uh, all of them. I I guess the lowest number nine. I mean, that sounds like a lot of rookies for one team. Nope, not know. nine. You got eighteen, know. fifteen, or twelve is the the last three answers. Oh, uh, twelve. I don't know. You're asking specific numbers like that. Nope. I'd rather you ask me to pull a random name out of a hat. It was eighteen actually. Ultimate the band eighteen rookies, including Brian McCann, Jeff Francoeur, yeah, right. and Kelly Johnson. Yeah. Helped the 2005 Braves win the last of their 14 consecutive titles. I want to give you an easy one because I feel like that was kind of hard. That was right. kind of hard. <laughs> name, name all the rookies on the on the team on the team for, for 16 years. You, you, you said recently. All right, this should be an easy one. All right, who was <laughs> who was the, don't make me laugh, please. Who was the first player in, inducted into the Hall of Fame after playing for the Braves? The was f- it Cy? Was it Cy Young, Rogers Hornsby, Babe Ruth, or Old Haas Red Barn? Well, I know Babe Ruth played for the, and he was in the he was in the first Hall of Fame class, and he did play his last year, or last two years with the Boston Bean Eaters, who became the Boston Doves, who became the Boston Braves, who became the Milwaukee Braves, who became the Atlanta Braves. Um, I'm guess Babe Ruth. So yep. Yeah. Ruth's uh, notoriety, God, these words, was mainly with the notoriety, was mainly with the Red Sox and the Yankees of the American League, but his final season in 1935 was with the Boston Braves. Good shit, Brad. Um, That is trivia with Drew. Hey, I got a Babe Ruth question for you. Do you know where Babe Ruth hit his first, what city Babe Ruth hit his first professional home run in? Um, I'm gonna go with New York. Uh, I think I'm. I'm pretty sure it was Charlotte, North Carolina, but I don't. I don't. I, it may have been a. It may have been another city around Charlotte, but I'm. I, it's. It. We'll, we'll go with Charlotte. If not, I'll correct myself later. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. We'll deal with that. All right, guys. Well, I hope you had a fun hey, time listening. I've got a fun thing to do now. So. You oh can, shit! You can go to hell. Oh, let let me shove it real fast. So let me get yeah, that. Brian has one more segment for you guys. Sorry, I jumped the gun way too early. I'm gonna open some Panini Prestige because I've got a lot of it. And oh I, shit! I got it so we're gonna open up one pack. We got we gotta play some music when you do this shit. We can't just have you no, we like. We're going into it right here. We're gonna open it up. We're gonna see what we get. All right. We got Jerry Judy. <laughs> First pick, if it'll focus. Jerry Judy. There we go. That is Robert Woods. Robert Woods. It's backwards for me. I can't see it. Uh, is that Jared, Jared Goff? Goff? All right. Let's I'll see. read them off for you. Okay. We got. Is that Matthew Stafford? No, Darius Leonard from the Colts. Yeah, but who is he tackling? Is that Matthew Stafford? That is Matthew Stafford from the Lions when he played. Okay. Yes. Oh, Michael Carter. What's up with these damn Carolina rookies? 
I don't know why you have these uh these rookie jerseys. Yeah. I'm pulling a lot of Carolina rookies, but let's set that to the side because we got to keep the rookies fancy. Henry Ruggs. The lever focus focusing on my face. There we go. Oh, red DK. Oh, the little DK Metcalf action. Yeah. Dude is shredded. Oh, Mister Mister has played with a lot of teams. Also, we got Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, buddy broke his hip too. That's that's the last pick. That's the last card. Yeah, I thought that would be all fun. right. That'd be fun to. No, absolutely. But you got to put some like Q and A music or some shit like that on there. I will do something. Maybe I don't like I don't like, like some. I don't like to spend too much time editing this stuff. I'm, I'm pretty like, busy when it comes to that. I know, but you got to put some like elevator music or some shit on there. Nah, bro, we're talking. Do, if we weren't talking, then maybe. Do do a, do a quick little montage session. Yeah, All right, guys. Well, this has been a wrap. It's been fun. Um, hope y'all enjoyed. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell button so we could get some more followers and more listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah, follow Instagram, all that good stuff. You can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm going to be opening up some football cards over on my YouTube here shortly. Um, you can look for that at Captain New Jack. Same name as here. But uh, anyway, uh, y'all have a good day. We'll be back next week with some more sports. And also, talking sports. Also, guys, we're about to create a TikTok page, too. Oh, so, nice. so tune in for that. All right. Peace. I'm Brad. Go Pat. I'm Drew.